John is referring hey. to our associate producer and intern, Kaisha Jones, hey joining us again. Hi. Hey. So we are pleased to have a special guest, good friend of mine, childhood friend, Mr. Larry. Can we say full name? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Larry Campbell in the building. That's great. Appreciate it. Roll Tide in the building. Oh. <laughs> Alabama. So how you doing, young fella? I'm doing all right, my man. So sad that we're here on the um, passing of our buddy Troy Jones, good friend of ours Indeed. we all grew up with. Uh, we had his memorial service yesterday, which was a great uh, opportunity. It's always good when friends get together oh, and no just doubt. see each other after so many times, and we wonder why we don't do it for good reasons. You know, I've always wondered that. You know, we always say and go into it with great intentions yeah. when you're there, and you say a lot of promising things, mm -hmm. and you everybody leaves with that sense of it's going to happen again, but right. it fizzles off. You just fall back into it, your own... Uh, you get back into your routine, yeah, your daily life, your life. And, and things happen. But I think we all need to really make that an effort and really put forth the effort needed to make those things happen. Because, Indeed. you know, childhood friendships, friendships today don't take on the level of, of depth that we know. Absolutely. Mm. You know, these kids, social media, that's their level yeah, of friendship. Yeah, that's it. It's, right. it's one dimensional. It's in a screen. It's mm -hmm. not It's not every dimension that we experience coming up. 100%. It's from the screen. Uh, this gentleman, Troy Jones, that we speak of, and I'm wearing one of the tribute shirts that uh, a little funky from yesterday, but uh, who cares? Uh, he he did something very interesting, which was uh, last summer, um, he did a thank you barbecue to everyone who's been riding with him while he's been sick, suffering from uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. And so all of our friends and family that have been kind of like, hey, Troy's in the hospital again. It's like, oh, shit. And I'm calling Larry like, yo, he's in these. I don't know if he's going to make it. And you're like, yo, keep me posted. Keep me posted. So he had a barbecue, which was so weird. And he actually said, I kind of want us to get together while I'm still alive. Mm. So I could kind of hear yeah. all the good shit or bad shit you guys are going to say about me. It was amazing. It was great to see all of our friends get together, Who those who made it, those right. who couldn't, some people, obviously, you know, life happens. And we. it was so weird because we sat in his backyard in Newark, New Jersey, um, reflecting on him, and he's sitting right there, and it's like, wait, he's not dead yet. And <laughs> oh, that has to be a little more of it. It, it was very awkward at that point. But, yeah. uh, but glad that, that he did, Glad I was so glad that he was able to do that and have people reflect and then get together. So he, he kind of beat the odds a little bit by doing that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, man. So um, rest well, my friend. And um, it was a great send-off. Great to see all his family and friends there no at doubt. the same time. And no thank doubt. you for coming up, man. Yeah, on just short notice. Um, you know. So uh, we I felt it was very interesting to have you here since you're in town. You reside in uh, Tampa, Florida now? Yeah, Tampa, Florida. How long have you been in Tampa? I've been in Tampa about five years. I, okay. Uh, yeah, I ended up settling there, you know, just kind of on a whim. Mm -hmm. We, uh, It seems like most New Yorkers eventually 
moved to Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, the weather, yep. the, the beaches, everything that it has to offer is growing. And so, um, you know, long story short, my wife's from Florida, so we wanted to be um, near where the Yankees play, uh, near my wife's family mm. and the weather. So it just it was a perfect fit. Yeah, John's a big Yankee fan. Yeah, yeah. So which is uh, New, York there, there. New York South. We got to get you down there. Then. New York South. Exactly. For sure. And so, um, you know, one of the things that uh, I've always, you know, we've had a great friendship when we were kids. We did PS sure. 118. We did. Sure. We, we have a ton of stories that That's we right. can share or not share, right. <laughs> we, um, which is which is true friendship, as you mentioned earlier. And it's, and it's something that, you know, these kids don't have. I tell my son all the time, I said, you'd be lucky to have any kind of the friends that we've grown up to have mm, over right. the years. But one of the most interesting things that I brag about you as a friend of mine uh, is your service to the country. Appreciate that. And um, when it's Veterans Day, I say I have a friend that's a veteran, and you took a, a, a deep one. I mean, you yeah. took you took one, took for, one the for the team. For sure, for sure. You took one for the team. So tell us a little bit about what what brand of service were you in? You're in the army, army right? That's correct. And you were a career army. Uh, you were career uh, army, right? That's so right. Twenty three years. Twenty three wow. years of service. Thank you. Thank you. So so tell us how to start. I mean, you you in, you left. Queens, right, right. So to go to the service, right? Well, no, no. So what no. happened? Uh, I, I lived in Queens, right there off of Hollis Avenue. Yeah. With my grandmother, mm -hmm. and then uh, she she worked for Jamaica Hospital. And when she retired, she wanted to go be around her family. So she, back in the early days, moved to New York just for for work. Right. She grew up in a small town in North Carolina, and um, no opportunities. She right. came to the big city, brought a lot of her family with her, mm -hmm. and once she was done, she decided she wanted to go back home. So. Uh, since I lived with her, I wasn't doing so good in school. Right. Why not? We went yeah. down there, and and the moment I got down there, I felt the change. It was, it's not something that I wanted or was used to, mm. and so I ended up just uh, going into the service. Okay. Uh, partly, so I'm not, you know, just to be, keep it real, I wasn't the one that says, "Yo, I need to go serve my country." Right. I needed a way out. Mm. Right. Right. I needed a way out. I was headed nowhere and nowhere fast. As most Americans and find so, that this is a, a last opportunity for them yeah, to... Right. It was he, John served way. also. Yeah, uh, right. He's a Marine. Thank you for your service. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And so so when, when this happened, you, you signed up. But did you choose? Because John went to the Marines. I went to the office and wanted to go to the Air Force because I saw Top Gun like every uh, other fucking <laughs> schmuck right, right. who saw Top Gun and, th and, That's right. and thought... I was gonna be fucking maverick and right, right, you know, right. and so, meanwhile it was like yeah, hundred push-ups before you get. I was like fuck you. <laughs> so funny story. My pops was in the air force and yes. I, I didn't want any parts of that. The thought of sitting in an office all day just wasn't my style, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to to run around in the woods and and and, and do some wild shit. So you're certainly a thrill junkie. Yeah. So then so then I walked into the office. I said, "What you got for me right now? I needed to go right now, mm -hmm. not." They said, well, we have all of this cool stuff. I we went to the Marines, and they was like, yeah, we got what you want, but you can't go until December. I was like, nope, all right. Kept that in the back pocket. Went over to the um, Army. I said, what you got? They said, we can get you um, reconnaissance right now. Bet. Sign me up. And I was out. Really? Wow. Out. And where'd you go? So I went to Fort Knox, Kentucky, where I did my training. Okay. Um, then left there, went um, to Germany hmm. immediately. And wow. then uh, this is during the Gulf War, 1991. And so jumped right into the shit and then uh, spent some time over there, went back to Europe, spent some time there, mm -hmm. and then eventually made my way back stateside. Nice. So you went, um, now what What was the uh, war you in 
was that Iraq? Yeah, so I, I, I was in a, in the Iraq war mm -hmm. and um, spent a couple of tours over there. And uh, the one where I was uh, banged up quite a bit was in Ramadi. Ramadi, uh, 2005. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So, that was that was probably the most uh, Ramadi was was probably the most vicious fighting you know, yeah. in, in that war. So Ramadi was in the uh, central central area located around the uh, Sunni Triangle. Okay, right. And so it was a lot of uh, insurgents embedded in there, mm -hmm. and so it was door to door. Uh, you know, you had to find them, and they blend in. You don't know who's who, so right. it was literally door to door. Yeah. What's on the other side of the door? We don't know. Really? Yeah. And this is Ramadi here. Uh, yeah, that's part. I guess. I guess. I mean, just what Google says. So, knocking on doors. How, would you get you get your a, a list of commands or hey, this is what our operation is. Yeah. So it's it's, it's a little difficult to, to try to put it in a, in a small little sure. blurb. But basically, you kind of got an area after lots of intel, lots of reconnaissance, lots of uh, you know missions. You you confirm or deny enemy presence in a specific area mm. and so once you got it narrowed down to one or two areas right. then you can develop a strategy to go in there and try to locate them and either capture or kill the yeah. enemy but it does take a lot of effort a lot of work it's not something that just says somebody just wakes up the next day and say hey we're going to go here and do this mm. not it's for the faint of heart no it definitely is not that either right so you um you i saw the pictures and was blown away when when no pun intended but um <laughs> fucked up trust uh, i know <laughs> <laughs> but but i got the call like most of us I, through troy actually yeah. was like dude larry was in an accident uh overseas and he was badly burned in a tank bombing tell me this story because you wrote about it at one did you disable your facebook account I have. Okay, I have. okay. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. And I understand. It's been off for a few years now, actually. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because I used to go to your page and obviously show my kids. Yeah. I should look, my friend has, and you've been awarded the Purple Heart. Yes, right. Congratulations. Appreciate you. I know no one that has a Purple Heart. Right. Or has been offered a Purple Heart. Right, right. So, you, John, you know a couple of military guys. You know some. I know I know one guy that, I know the yeah. one guy that has a Purple Heart. But as, and I can't remember if you if you're a Purple Heart winner, do you get saluted when you wear your Purple Heart? No, no, you don't. Okay, um, that's the Medal of Honor. Medal recipient. of Honor and the Silver Star, right? No, no, just the Medal oh, just of the Honor. Medal of Honor. Okay. Only the Medal of Honor okay. is saluted by all ranks. Okay, what does that mean? When you walk in the room, people salute you. Right. If yes. you're walking around and you wear the Congressional Medal of Honor, um, whether you're enlisted or officer, you get, you get saluted by every rank and every branch. Wow. Wow, that's impressive. That is. It's, yeah. it's, it's not an award that I really want. Right. Most uh, recipients are posthumous. Yeah. And so, mm. you know, the few that are alive are national treasures, in my opinion. Really? Really? I mean, these are these are people that pay the ultimate price for the country and, and for the cause. Um, you know, here we, we talk a lot of, you know, I'm the conspiracy king of all time, and, you know, I get <laughs> beat up for being that guy. But at what point do you... Um, do you have a, a, a consciousness about what the goal is or is it like any of us that go to work and say, man, I'm here till nine to five and, you know, I'm doing my job and just whatever it is. So as you progress through the ranks, you get to see the big picture. Mm -hmm. But at the strategic level, we're talking White House yeah. um, level, you, you don't. It's yeah. compartmentalized. I you see. have a mission, you have a goal, you have objectives and you have the commander's intent and you have to. You're given the authority to operate within those guidelines I see. to accomplish a specific mission. Now, you don't want to overwhelm a grunt or a soldier with too much, right. you know, so you, you, you kind of filter out the little, mm. some of the details. But well, that makes sense. And it just 
here it is. Here's when it needs to get done. Here's how we can do it. And here's what not to do. Right. Okay. So this is the uh, proverbial, what we hear in the street is need to know basis. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. I mean, in layman's terms, I'm, I'm not well, There is away. a need to know. Right. We, we, we get instructions two levels up. So mm -hmm. we understand what the bigger picture is. I see. And, and ultimately, it's to defeat the enemies of the United States. That's really all you need to know. Right. Right. These people are right. trying to attack us at some point or infiltrate or yeah. cause some sort of ruckus. And we just need to stop them. Um, you know, super impressive. So when I got that call, I was devastated. I was like, what the hell happened? How do we get more more information? And this is kind of prior to social media being that buoyant. You know, we didn't get posts and updates and stuff right. like that. And then it kind of rolled in. And later I heard you were okay. I heard your body got shipped to something. Now, you were unconscious for a little bit. Though. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I was, uh, well, tell us what happened. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, I'll tell you. So I was uh, in Ramadi, Iraq, and um, it was a few days before we were supposed to leave out. And we was right in the center, um, near the government center. Mm -hmm. And so we got a call, and I was on QRF, which stands for Quick Reaction Force, on that particular mission. Okay. Um, unfortunately, um, the Marines at the Gov Center were under attack, and we were scheduled to leave. So our replacements were already there. But we, we uh, in good conscience, couldn't let them go day one right into the ship. Right. So okay. I was like, okay, hey, look, we'll, we'll take this one. Um, you guys need to familiarize yourself. And you yourself. were familiar with the turf. Oh, yeah. We knew it like you the knew, back of our Okay. Hands. So you were there already. Yeah. So we was there and had been there for almost a full year. Wow. And so on this particular one, we're heading there. And a uh, IED uh, detonated underneath my vehicle. I was the second of two vehicles. I mm. was in a Bradley fighting vehicle, mm. which is a, a you know... For lack of a better term, it's a miniature tank. Okay. And um, it was three Chinese 152 um, field artillery rounds, artillery rounds, that detonated under the vehicle. Ooh. And um, and what it did was it penetrated from clean through the vehicle, from the bottom through the top, and it ignited the fuel. Mm. And so at the same time, it was a complex ambush. So we had, uh, in Ramadi, it was a city. So we had uh, multi-story buildings, um, some 10-story buildings. Okay. And so... This particular assault, they came, they were shooting down from the tops of these buildings. Oh, and so these so, snipers. These well, yeah, they, they weren't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give them that much credit. Okay. You know, their, their, their accuracy is not on the level of our snipers. Okay. But they would definitely had a lot of bullets. Right. So they was just raining down ammo and in an attempt to try to keep us um, pinned down or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. you, you get lucky, you may hit one of us. Suppression. Just, just, yeah, just basically, keep you keep pinned your head down. down. Right. And, and so once the vehicle caught on fire, uh, it, it changed the game. Mm. At that point. The immediate threat is the fire and not the gunshots. Right. Right. So, so you're in a tank. You're yeah, yeah. how many men in the tank with you? This particular one, this particular mission, it was four of us. I had my medic in the back. I had a driver and then my gunner and, and myself. I was the uh, vehicle Now this commander. tank is no bigger than this. I mean, this is. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's considerable it's size. It's, no, it's, no, it's, oh, it's, it's big. Really? Yeah, it's, it's fairly big. Huh. It weighs upwards of, I think, 33 tons. Mm. Wow. So and what's the name of the vehicle? What's Bradley it? Fighting Vehicle. Bradley Fighting Vehicle. And so four of you guys in this can, you mm -hmm. know, and IED goes off underneath you. Yeah, and the way it's through. designed, this particular vehicle, you know, when it was designed uh, for the Cold War, it's heavily armored in the front. You know, it, it's designed okay. for an armor battle to be fought uh, with an enemy that's facing you. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. right. Contact. Direct know? in front of you, not right. fighting from underneath you. I see. So in this particular vehicle, the fuel cell sits underneath where we sit, and it's about it's a 250 gallon fuel cell mm. with a with a reserve of 50 on the side. So mm. it's it's literally it's one of these things. Yeah, right there. This is it. 
That's it. Wow. That's pretty big. It's pretty big. It can hold, uh, it can be, you know, there's different variants of this particular How long do you spend in this machine? In, <laughs> it depends. We can do continuous operations out of that. Yeah. And we can spend upwards of weeks what? out of that. As long as we have fuel and resupplies, yeah. we can continuously move. So as long as no, the supply no, but, lines. No, no, but are you get in it in the morning and go patrol? Oh, yeah, or it you, depends. In it depends. I mean, you, yeah. But how long do you sit in this thing? An eight-hour ride? I, I've done it for as huh. long as, until the fuel is about out. Wow. So we can go for considerable distance. It's not like windows or anything. So what are you relying on to see? The guy driving this thing, is he just looking at... his periscopes. He has periscopes. Yeah, okay. so the hatch closed and he has just like a submarine, mm -hmm. but they're, they're periscopes. He so looks out and He's looking through cameras. I mean, he's... It's not even cameras. It's just reflection of mirrors. Really? A set of mirrors that he's looking eye level and then up here is actually the output, right. the periscope, and he's seeing out. And so he has is, them all around. This is, I mean, a real talent. I mean, to drive this thing is... It's difficult. Your driver is a real guy. I mean, he's, he's a real dude, yeah. and he's in a very small, tight area with about huh. 100 switches and gauges in there. Yeah. So he goes... Does anyone else know how to operate this machine? Yeah, we all, at one point, are familiar I with see. all the systems. We have to be, just in case. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry to, you know, throw so many punches at you for this, because it's fascinating. Um, most of the people who hear of war, hear about it. It's something that's not, they have no idea. Yeah, I understand. And yeah. so, you know, I don't mind the questions. Yeah. You know, some of them get a little uncomfortable, but, right. you know, right. part of that is, is, is it is therapy. Yeah. You know, for some people, they, they, they cannot stand to talk about it or the memories. Yeah. I'm to the point now where I'm okay to talk about Good. it. Um, well, I'm glad to see yeah. that because it's, it's important for, uh, we hear all the horror stories of PTSD, mm -hmm. um, you know, trauma. This is a, tra I mean, you're, thing is traumatic i mean there's i don't know too many people can walk away from a tank being blown up let alone um and so we hear like now in the street we hear all the guys now talking about how you know in the hood we all grown up and it's kind of just as traumatic they're equating their um their lifestyle to having ptsd I mean, most of the guys that are grown up in the hood are saying, like, yeah, listen, if you've seen a guy get killed, murdered, shot, it's the same It's the same um, effect that it has on people, but yet there's no help for this uh, PTSD, whether it's you guys have the VA. Right. There's no hood VA. It's, I, call, it's called the clinic. You know what I'm saying? It's called it's prison. And it's self-met. It's called prison, yes, 100%. Unfortunately. That's right. John, you 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 you're mortified. You, I'm I'm just I'm listening. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. listening. No, this is this, this is a fascinating. This is fascinating. No, I I'm sorry. I don't want to dominate the conversation because you go dominate. I am extremely fascinated, and this friend of mine has been one of those guys that I've always marveled at, um, because we've had such a great friendship over the years, and I don't as much as we've gone through. I don't, I don't remember any of our friends being. We've never had arguments or mad or, or you know, I don't think we've gone to the level of, you know pissed off at someone you know no. men have a way of picking up where they left off oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah. You definitely you've seen your friends we can do that right. i mean we, we we've done that right. i mean that's you can four years ago yeah how you doing man you yeah. have a beer that's okay great yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, our, our our line you know that line mm -hmm. is a lot thicker i guess yeah and it takes a yeah. lot more to cross it you know now yeah, every try every now and again you will run across an asshole that will cross that, that, line. Over that line that right. but that line a certain way right mm. you know if you if you have a friend a real friend doesn't cross that line right, right. it doesn't friend, it doesn't cross right? that line and i think there's also an understanding that 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 
that, that whatever that incident was, that person didn't have any maliciousness right. towards you. Okay. It might have been yeah. a certain set of circumstances or maybe something that just got out of hand or misinterpreted a certain way or whatever. Right, right, right. But there was no, you, you, you weren't trying to get at me. Mm. But, but also, we grew up with a level, uh, our, our, the thickness of our skin. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we grew up be talking about your mama. Yeah, right. right. We grew up like that. I knew his mom. Right. Mm-hmm. I knew Troy's mom. Right. If I was, we was out there talking about his mom, I was talking about my aunt. Right. How much about my aunt am I willing to talk shit about? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go a little bit, but I'm not going to go all the way out there because we were raised differently. Yeah. We were raised more like family as mm-hmm. opposed to nowadays where it's just... You know, you live on the same block and don't know the kids down the street. No. This is very true. Um, you know, most of the kids, uh, my kids don't play with neighbors. They don't, you know, they don't have, they don't go outside and play. They go outside and they do the thing with their friends that mm-hmm. they have either through school or clubs or whatever else they know them from. But there is no, hey, play with the kids next door. For Here in this neighborhood, the kids here, I mean, I live in a very big Jewish community they play outside, which is weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like, they leave the bike on the lawn, run right. inside, go have lunch, come outside. And I'm like, hey, whose bike is this? You know? But but in my head, I'm thinking, you know, old school Hollis days. Like, right. yo, you don't just leave your shit here. Right. Somebody's going to take it. These kids, they, they have a good time on the block. It's, it's very weird to see you only after coming from so many years of just having craziness going on. But yeah, th- this is extreme. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Man. Yeah, this is extremely uh, interesting. And and again, I can't thank you enough for your service. So, what was the ceremony like? You, I saw the photos, and we'll post that in the middle of the podcast here. That um, you got a, pur- a purple heart from President George Herbert Bush Jr. Right? It was a w. 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 Bush. Okay, W. Bush. And what was that like? Was this a big service? Was it a believe big... it or not? It wasn't. Really? It wasn't. It wasn't a big uh, to do, mm-hmm. um, which I, I'm not a big fan of. You okay. know, you don't like the and fanfare. So, you don't and like... you know, just just as a technical term, you don't you don't really earn a purple heart. Yeah, right. you are awarded. That's it. the photo. Though. That's correct. You are awarded the purple heart. Um, and so we were actually at the hospital, and it's a funny story. I'll tell you some things I have to leave out though. Please, so we were we were at the hospital. And the day before, and, um, you know, I got the call saying, hey, the president's uh, coming in and he'd like to present you with your medals. And, you, you know, you can sit down and talk to him. Now, this is December, no, correction, January 1st, 2005. Mm. 2006, I'm sorry, 2006, January 1st. So that's the day of the uh, big USC. Now, it was a USC Texas game. It's one of the, it's the Reggie <laughs> ah, Bush Vince Young that's game. That's one, right? one of the greatest the games D, in college the, history. Exactly. What? And so yes. now. You know, so I got my Came time. in that day? Yeah, he came no, that day. man. Now, he's a big Texas fan. And so, you know, and, and you know, we got brief. Look, no politics. This yeah. is not the place. He's just here to have a good time. He was mm-hmm. on vacation, and he took time out of his day to come down and, and, and really? you know, present this. Right. He was oh. at Camp David. Okay. And so, we're talking, and the press, and I'm like, hey, USC's going to beat that ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to beat that ass. And he was like, no... <laughs> way no way awesome. no that way in hell is awesome no That's way awesome. in hell and so we're just talking football talking everything really? and then eventually yep we just stood up we turned around they ushered in the press and then um he you know he, he looks at me and uh he pre- presents me with my medals wow you know? 
And there's, a, there's a personal moment that's also in there where, yeah. you know, he just kind of grabs me by my face and pulls yes. me in real tight. And he's whispering some words of encouragement to mm -hmm. me. It's good. Yeah. That's you, awesome. You know, you know, as much as people, again, from the outside looking in, do not understand politics, do not understand that these levels and tiers of government, um, it is quite an honor, you know, when your country and the head of your country sort of recognizes you for what you've done and the sacrifices you've made. And, you know, all said and done, you know, when the pain goes away and all the other stuff and that, and thank God you've, you've survived and lived uh, to tell the story. Um, does your family uh, ask you? Do they lament over it? I mean, you now have six kids. Am I correct? Right. Ooh, you've been working. That's right. You've been, you've been working. working early. <laughs> five boys and a girl. So you, did you have the first kid from us, from most of us? You from did, us. Right? What was your first son? Wakil? Wakil. Wakil. Yeah. Uh -huh. What the hell does that mean? Did you have it from us? Meaning the group of us that had... When was we that a first? Yes. When was your son born? He was born in 88. See, that's uh, what so I mean. My son was born in 93. What? Yeah. But I understand so what that means. Oh, our group of us. friends, our group of friends, oh, the first okay. kid. Oh, okay. The first kid. I just, it yeah, just yeah. sounded like he got one of y'all pregnant. That's what it, <laughs> that's what it sounded that's what like. It sounded like. That's how I was like. I'm like, wait a minute. What the hell are you asking? From us. No, Quick Candy <laughs> did not sell <laughs> pregnant I'm bars. Sorry. That's just how it sounded. I'm sorry. Okay. Yo, so honestly, it when we say there's a... 88, I was in high school. I was, yeah, I was so in, was I. I, yes, that's what I mean. None yeah. of us had kids. Yeah. You had well, kids. remember, Gary had one real early. Mad Fowler. early. Fowler, yes. yes. Gary had one Spuddy. mad early. But, you know, as far as the core group, yeah, I think I was the first. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I, I just remember, I was like, what? Larry had a kid. Like, wait, yeah, when yeah. did this happen? We're still in high school. I, like, I, yeah, I say that every every other day. I say the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> we're, like, we're like dating and shit like yeah. that. So he's got to be, what, 30? What, what is yeah, that? he's 29. It's insane. Wow. That's insane. And how's he doing? He's doing great. He's in North Carolina. Okay. I have a grandson. Beautiful Your granddad. Yes, Amazing. Congratulations. I appreciate it, man. Amazing. Yep. Your granddad. So uh, so you have six. How many boys? Five boys and a girl. Five boys and a girl. And the girl was the last? That's right. She's yes. the baby. <laughs> and she's how old? She's 19. 19. She she's my the, daughter's age. Yeah, so she goes to the University of Maine. Wow. Impressive. Impressive. Do you... Do you does she travel? Uh, she travels a lot. A lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So University of Maine. Wow. I don't. Um, what What is that school for? What? She's going. She's studying to be a veterinarian. Okay. Veterinarian. That's uh, his uh, first wife That's was a veterinarian. First wife a veterinarian. Yep. Yeah. Oddly enough, uh, his ex-wife diagnosed me with a. Uh, I had a condition. I was taking some blood medicine or whatever else, and I had this annoying cough. And she says, oh, "I bet you you're taking." Uh, she told me the name. Lip is lip. Lis Lisnopril. And I had such a cough that was I was ready to pack it in. I was like, dude, I can't take this anymore. Like I was coughing for no reason. Dry heave cough. Not sick. No snivel. Just had a cough. I'm like, Doc, tell me what's going on. I I'm fucked. Do I have do I have it? Do I got the monster or what? Am I, you know, <laughs> am I going out like this? I gotta start signing papers. <laughs> right. Do I need to get my affairs in order? He was like, No, I'll take this, take that, take this, take that. His ex-wife says, oh, you you have blah, blah, blah with this and that. I'm like, wait, you're a veterinarian. Like, am I a fucking horse? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You got kennel cough, nigga. Right. <laughs> right. I have the ultimate raccoon disease. And and oddly enough, it, it, she I changed my prescription, went to my doctor, and he was like, oh, you mean that side effect? Yes, it does have that. I was like, what the fuck do you think I've been asking you all this time? 
I've been asking you what the hell's wrong with me, and is it any of the medication that you're giving me? Does that possibly have a oh, reason man, to give you me? You gotta check up? into them side effects, man. Most of them shits is worse than the actual ailment. They're worse, and every commercial, every like the, there's like you're adding like 15 seconds on the commercial yeah. because you said it might, and and it says like might cause death, death. and shit like that and whatnot. Explosive oh, diarrhea. Yeah, you <laughs> might die. With an oily discharge. <laughs> an oily discharge is the yeah. one that gets me. It's like, yeah. really? I yeah. think I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Oily discharge. <laughs> you know, but to answer your question, you know, yeah. so I, I really, my, my family, oddly enough, they don't talk about it. Really? No. Yeah, I think they sense. No, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. You know, it's not something that I reflect on. I live mm-hmm. on. It's mm-hmm. not the. It's, it's, it's something that happened, but it, it's happened. Not, it doesn't define me. I don't sure. want that to right, define right. me. Right. Right. hundred percent. So, it's a chapter you know, in the book. Yeah. And so it's now you, you're happily, uh, uh, Married in in Tampa, you have a boat. You 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 got yeah, a boat. Yeah, <laughs> love it. You you love getting out in the water. Um, and in Tampa, what is the biggest thing to do in Tampa? Um, so I know Ebor City. I've been to yeah, Ebor City. Ebor City's live. Yeah, you know that I've been South to. Tampa's live. Yeah, so you've been be, to Tampa, John? Yeah, you've been to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Tampa's yeah. pretty fun. Tampa's nice. I'm gonna be honest, man. There's so much to do there. Is that right? There's so we'll much. Come down. Anything, we'll be anything down. you want to do, you can find. Um, you know, it's a big sports town. Mm-hmm. The the women's NCAA Final Four was just there. The championship yes. was there. Um, yes, we Giants come down there and play all the time. Mm-hmm. The Yankees are there. Mm. You know, right down the road, I can go see the. Um, you know, I can go to South Beach. I can go to Orlando. Mm. So it's 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 a good area. Nice. Um, I, I encourage it. You know, yeah. you can come and visit, but y'all motherfuckers can't come stay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking up, <crazy. laughs> we fucking New York Fuck up, man. We'll, we'll find a place for you to stay. If you... Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I've been down there a couple of times. I went to Ybor City, and I came down with the Fubu guys when they were promoting the. They had the uh, 2002, I think it was, when uh, the Giants played the Ravens. Um, it was in oh, Tampa. That's right. So it was in Tampa and Ebor City, and I was rolling with Damon and, and all these guys. We had a great time. It was really, yeah. really fun town. Tampa's a nice place. So you, you came, you've, how many times have you been back up here? You've been a couple of times. Just a few times. Yeah. And, um, just for odd reasons. And unfortunately, this was, you yeah. know, one of those times. Yeah. But, um, you know, my, you know, my, my grandfather still stayed up here. I saw the pictures. Right. And so my, my pop, uh-huh. he stayed over here on Southside, mm-hmm. um, right there off Southern. So I would come and visit him from time to time. Okay. And okay. then I, you know, I have stuff, some uncles and all that stuff. Yeah, so Mr. Campbell is still in the castle. Is, uh... <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, right on Hollis Avenue, <laughs> the castle. He's in the castle. Yeah, right on, right off 195th Street. Um, Snake yeah. Hill, and the Snake Hill, the bottom of Snake Hill, infamous Snake Hill, and then the castle. Uh, we, we've had a lot of uh, journeys to those stores. Uh, John used to frequent that area a lot with his buddies, Kevin, and, and all these guys. over the dollies. Dollies, yeah. I just kicked but, it with Dolly yesterday. Really? Yeah, no you, shit, man. And she remembered you? Well, you know, honestly, she didn't. No. I didn't expect her to. Okay. Yeah, we were kids. I was in there mm-hmm. stealing candy. Yeah, that's right. You know? <laughs> if she remembered me, it's because she used to bust my ass when right. I was stealing candy. You know? <laughs> it's nothing now. It's like nothing in that store. They, it, they barely... You know, I'm going to tell you what. For, for those, you know, it, it's a hallmark of that area. She's right. a staple of that community. Mm-hmm. So yeah. although the store is not thriving, I would still encourage anybody in that area to go pay Dolly a visit and go go buy something out of the store. Put back into your community. Put put some money in there. Uh, Spoken like a true champion. Unfortunately, a lot of people do not uh, uh, take that advice. And for whatever reason, um, we seem to be on to the next and newest. You know, everyone just, a new store pops up. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, Shiny shiny little thing. Shiny shiny and pretty. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I was, you know, we were more on the farmer side, so we were a little bit closer. So we had, you know, Slim's, Quick Candy, Slim's, Quick Candy. Um, uh, Lucky's, Richard, Lucky's, Mr. Lucky's, Mr. Richardson's, you know, all those stores that we loved uh, growing up, and they're nothing now. They're 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 no state. Um, actually, oddly enough, Big Slim just passed away not too long ago from Storm Farmers, and. Uh, the quick candy girl. I see her all the time. Zelda? Not, no, that's uh, Richardson's daughter, Zelda. Oh, okay. Oh, she that's was right. right. She's Richardson's daughter. That's right. Yeah. But all his whole family. But those, you are correct. I mean, the, 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 our communities are sorely missing that opportunity to patronize their own communities. Um, and, you know, we need to do more of that or, or a better job at it. I mean, at least go in there sure. and, and sure. just say hello. I mean, I, that's. Hey, they sell you the know same. What? They sell the same Seven Up in that store mm-hmm. that they do in Walmart. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah, exactly. The same no shit. I, you know what? It never dawned on me to go in there and say hi to Doc. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I never dawned on me to go in there. I don't remember saying hi to her as a kid either. So, yeah. So, it, but you know what? She's one of our elders at right. this point. She deserves that respect. She's been in the neighborhood. One hundred percent. She was twenty-seven years old, right. a young black entrepreneur. Imagine that. She's seventy plus now. Mm-hmm. Imagine right. what it took back then. Right. To, to, to put your make a footprint in a community and sustain and sustain the uh, the drama and all the oh, changes yeah, all the and all the that came with it that yeah. came with it all the the shootings and killings and, and mm-hmm. all of the above. Uh, speaking of shootings and killings, the last uh, two weeks ago we uh, lost uh, Nipsey Hussle. Um, rest in peace. Rest, rest in Nip. peace. Uh, prolific uh, artist of our time, and oddly enough, most people had not heard of his music and not had been fans and oddly enough more people that listen go wow i really wish i would have and they start to listen and learn um isn't that amazing that you know someone that does so much does not get the clout until afterwards biggie said it best you're nobody till somebody somebody kills you yeah man that is that is very tough to deal with um but But he but he also and and this is in a way, to his credit, he also made sure that what he did was contained to the point where he can control it. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He sort of didn't allow what he was doing to be co-opted by somebody else. True, true. And so because of that, you you know, he's probably not as out there as some of the other people were. Yeah. But he also controlled his his thing. Yeah. You know, he 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 kept a he kept a tight circle. He was a, he was a you know strong strong businessman. Made sure that his community and his people had had mm, and, and were true. taken care of you know before anything else unfortunately this it, it might have been the thing that got him yeah you know because yeah. he because he stayed in this community sure um but you know it, he 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 wasn't concerned with with what everybody else thought about what he was doing he wanted to make sure that what he was doing was was as, as solid as he could make it and as Indeed. much as he could control it and that's probably why he doesn't have the numbers that other people do now unfortunately now there's a ton of Nipsey Hustle fans now who are now hundreds of thousands pimping pictures and stuff. And you look down there if you want to get curious, you go down, man. I don't, I don't, you never mentioned Nipsey Hustle like ever before. Everyone <laughs> wants a shirt. You know, I'm obviously you know I'm in the shirt business, and everyone's like, "Oh, make me a Nipsey shirt. Make me, make me." I said, "Well, when did you want the Nipsey right, shirt right, before? Right, right. Yeah, like, exactly. Why didn't you? You know, you don't like any of these people before they. I mean, you know, it's just this is just the turn of the time. I mean, people are so. Uh, what's the word, John? What is uh, Fair Fickle? weather fan, fair weather, fair yeah. weather fans. Yeah. So even in posthumous, I mean, people are fair weather fans of just oh, we like this now, and it's kind of the thing because everyone's talking about it. Right. So at some point, do you have? Uh, are you valuing the trend 
or you really value the 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 artist? Like, do you like? Or it's okay to learn the artist too, right? right? Isn't right. that that's? I'm okay with so saying, yeah. hey, I I did listen to him, but I didn't listen to a lot of Nipsey because he was a lot of he had a lot of gang culture, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, And it just wasn't my thing, you know what I'm saying? So if I want to hear that little Sea Walk style and all that little crypt talk, I'll listen to Nipsey when I'm feeling froggy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But he was never in the lane until he did Victory Lap. When he did Victory Lap, I was like, oh, shit, he came. This is a powerful fucking right. record. And sadly enough, oddly, Yo, to his demise. Exactly. You know, Biggie that, only made two albums himself. Hey, that last mm-hmm. album from Nipsey was Victory flaming. Victory Lap was flaming. You got to get that. That that was flaming. That you, You're right. That was, that was that was a pretty tough album. But um, what what, are you, what else you bumping? What are you listening to these days? You know, I listen to a little bit of everything. I'm heavy in R&B, mm-hmm. hip-hop, okay. um, reggae. Um, so right now, you know, I'm listening to diff- different playlists. So, yeah. uh, you know, I listen to, I subscribe to a radio station and it plays um, just lyricists. What, you on Spotify? No, nah, it's uh, Apple Music. Apple Music, yeah, okay. On Apple Music, it's, uh, you know, a subscription called Bars. And bars? It's really? Bars. Really? And it's just for lyricists. Huh. Mm, and so okay. some of them underground, some of them mainstream. Nipsey got a couple hot joints on there. Um, and some artists that you just may not ever hear of. May, they may never produce nothing John else. John likes a lot of uh, underground. Some, some of my favorites are, are there's, this oh, lady, sure. there's this lady named Sarak who I, who I oh, really Oh, she's did. on there? Yeah, she, she's on that playlist. Sarak is tight. She's right. tight. This dude named Brother Ali who I really dig. He's getting a little off the, he's getting a little too political for me he's now. So, he's part of Rhyme Sayers, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. In, in, he's part of that Rhyme Sayers. Sometimes part, people yeah. go off the deep end when they're looking for exposure. Yeah. And then yeah. they reel themselves back in later, but you know who they are at that point. Yeah. And so sometimes you got to make a splash, and, and the bigger the splash, the better. So, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Mm. Can't hate that. Well, I mean, most you know, most guys find themselves trying to figure out where they fit in in the grand scheme of this, right? Where, how do I get on? How do right, I? Right, right, right. You know, every I think by now everyone kind of knows that you 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 can't. The conventional ways are over. YouTube is taking over. Yeah. The, the social media and streaming world is where it's at. If you can't get it out here and you can't get subscribers and you can't get the the views, you're kind of local, you know, at that point, you know, in a world where everything is so available. Imagine if this was available when we were kids. We wondered that. We talk about that a lot. And we wonder what would be the outcome. You know, because I think just just within our little clique, the talent that was in there. You know, I agree with you. I mean, trust me, I'm the talent I, that was there. I've I've done spent my years with the body snatchers and Mike and and, yeah. and and Troy and you know, we've all tried our hand at it. We were signed. I mean, I, Mike was signed to Eddie F Untouchables. He had a deal. We thought it was, you know you know, we thought it was the way to go. Mm-hmm. And Mookie through your That's um uh, cousin. cousin, Mookie, who was uh one of Farmers Boulevard's legends, Big Mook. Big Mook, rest in peace to him as well. That uh, death came as a shock to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it hit us all hard. It hit very hard. Did you cut, go to where was his service? He was in Atlanta. Okay, he, had yeah, moved he was to in Atlanta. Atlanta yes. and at the time, I was overseas. Yes, so I oh, couldn't make okay. it. Yeah, okay. Boy, that one hit really hard. And when we heard that, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. I mean, Mook took us up. I'll tell you the story how Mookie. Obviously, we came to Mook and. I think through Troy. I think it was Troy was like, make it happen, you know. And Mook took us up to, uh, we had a record called Can You Feel It at one time. And Mook took us up to see Diddy, actually. Literally took us to Diddy. Diddy was at Uptown uh, at the time. 
and he, yo, take, you know, these are my guys. They from the neighborhood. They, they organic, you know, they got it. They got it. They got it. They got this one. And Puffy literally sat in the corner, just like where Kaiju said, was eating ribs <laughs> and <laughs> throwing them in a, in a, sorry, throwing them in a bucket. Like, just like, were that's dope. Missing, hitting the wall, barbecue sauce on the corner on the wall. And we're like, what the fuck? What is this shit? You know what I'm saying? So he was like, uh, do the record, do it, just sing it. Like, like this, sing it. If it's if it's all that, sing it. You know. So we put the record on. Put, nah, just just sing it, man. Just go ahead. So we put we had the tape. We played it. You know, we put it on. And he was like, oh, I like that. He said, but yeah, yeah, I need to go see uh, my man Eddie F. He makes records like these. This is something like him. This is this is his style. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is not really bad boy. No, bad boy didn't exist at the time. I'm right. sorry. It was uptown. And um, they had just signed Jodeci. Uh, and they were little kids from North Carolina sitting in the lobby, shaking like, you know, are we getting on? Are we getting on? Are we next? Are we next? And they That'd was, be great they, if that one, if uh, old boy didn't have his shirt on. If, <laughs> Joe, if Casey. If Casey always never had his shirt on. He looked like this fucking mic stand. I mean, he was just, that's how he was. I mean, they all, he was they like all did look amazing. Gremlin fucking guy. So we're sitting there, and we hit. He plays this. You know, we play our record. Can you feel it? We just sampled it. Can you feel it? Mike's rhyming and rapping, and all of a sudden we go out. We try to meet Eddie, who failed, and then Puffy comes out with this artist, Father MC, from Far Rockaway. Right, they wanna be treated. And it's do 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 do. Same hook we did. Same. Can you feel it? And we're like, wait, what? And we're like, no, 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 no. This is impossible. And it was like, we were so fucking mad. We were telling Mook, yo, he stole the shit. He stole it. He was like, dude, y'all sampled the record. Any, it's anybody's mm -hmm. take. I said, come on. He put the shit exactly together the same way. Come on. And guess who produced it? Eddie F. So we're like, fuck. Is this... All right, get these guys in. Get bring them in. Let's see what else they can create. <laughs> Mike started. Mike started writing for all these guys. Mike was a ghostwriter for. Many guys. He just kept writing, writing. Oh, pen this way. But he didn't, they didn't want to sign him. It was like, fuck it. Keep this guy in a dungeon. Give him a couple of dollars and let's see if he can keep writing. And that was our story. But Mook, Mook took us right to the front. Got us uh, with Jodeci. We went to, because we, he used to bodyguard for Jodeci. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he used to take us to their house in Teaneck, Jersey. They bought these guys a house. Uh, four BMWs. They were just giving them stuff to keep them happy. They were not mm -hmm. making any money. Yeah, they would just oh put him in the studio. They gave uh, Devonte and Dalvin equipment. They put him in the basement, and we were like washing cars and fucking going to the grocery store for them, and like you know internship, mm -hmm. like this one over here. Yeah, you wash cars. <laughs> 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 Shit. Dude, my shit kind of dusty. No more, fam. Dusty. We got thirty minutes, right? Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So that's my movie story. But God bless, man. How's his his family? What is what, what, you know? Everybody's doing good. They all yeah. in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, everybody's doing well, uh, healthy, alive. Mm -hmm. You know, making their way through this world. What's the uh, kid used to always be at your house? We used to always beat up and play around with. All of them, man. It was no, but so what's weird. the guy? Scotty. Scotty. <laughs> yeah. Scotty where he's he? in Arizona. He's in Phoenix, man. Really? Yeah, man. He's like a coder, man. But you know, he, you peg him for something like that. He's a man. what? Coder. He writes codes Get and uh, programs and shit like wow. that. Wow. Smart Scotty. kid, man. Smart. He was kid. very smart. At very smart. Then yeah. he was. He was definitely. Smart kid. I, I always Handling thought he would business. be. Yeah. yeah. 
Good, 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 good. So I saw you guys went to the JMJ wall. You saw the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Went to the sure. JMJ wall. Yeah. What else have you done in the city? You went to, so, you went to Manhattan? Not yet. Yeah. We okay. may get up there today, but okay. this is more of a business trip. You know, this yeah. is not a sightseeing trip. We're going to have to get back up there for that. You know, okay. I wanted to see family. I want to spend time around friends. Yeah. You know, go see the old neighborhood. You know, um, so we spent most of our time riding around Hollis. Believe it or not, I saw the we, we got out. We walked around. Um, I'm going to tell you, man, everything... It's been so long, but everything seems so much smaller and closer. Mm. You know, I used to, from my house, the thought of walking to O'Connell Park, I used to be like, God Yeah, damn, I know, right? Man. It just... <laughs> I got to walk all the way down there. It's literally... And I went... It's blocks. like three blocks, man. I was like... And then I was like... It's like 12 houses on my block or something like that. Right. I would have thought it was 40. Right. Because that block just seemed, seemed so like, damn long. It seemed like you never get to the end. Yeah, exactly. You never and get I, to... And today, I mean, yesterday, I was like, man, this is some bullshit. You, I saw your sister posted the picture of the house, and it, dude, looks. This I big. thought it was a mansion. We ran in your house, like slippers and socks off, running through, yeah. turning corners, yeah. run upstairs, downstairs, come down, and it felt so big. Yeah. Yeah. And you're 100 percent right. That's what happens when you go. Now, if you ever get the chance, well, if you get to go into PS 118, dude, inside, yeah. you will feel like a fucking uh, ogre. Really? Everything is so small. It looks insane. I, I went in there one day and they call it Lorraine Lorraine Hansberry. Lorraine Hansberry School, school now. Um, but I went in there and I was what the fuck is this? Who, who is this for? D- uh, dwarfs? What is yeah, yeah. This? what goes here? What yeah. and it just bugged me to freak out. It was really freaky. It was really yeah. freaky. So that's what we did, man. I sat outside of one eighteen just telling stories. Yeah. About um, how I chipped my tooth out there, messing fucking around with you one day. <laughs> chipped my front tooth. How did that happen? I don't remember. We was we had a fucking piece of cardboard. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a frisbee, but we was throwing it like it was a frisbee. Uh-huh. And I went to dive or get out the way of it because you was whipping it. Everybody else was throwing it normal, and your ass was throwing that shit. Like I think it was, was like, uh, no, I think it was underhand zinging it. And I was, was like, throwing that shit, and it was coming from my face. And I tried to move, and I bit the damn fence. Damn. Wrap my face around that hard metal fence and chip my goddamn tooth. I mean, we played Flies Up. Remember Flies yo, Up? Yo, I had to explain to my wife what Flies Up was. I was like, yo, the object of this fucking game is to throw the ball as hard as you fucking can. And there's, there's a gang of people and back there fighting. But that's where the fun is at. That's where so the fun why is would you even want to right. catch the goddamn right. ball? Right. Right. The so fun the is object- in the pit. Right, so why would you be fighting so hard to catch the ball the pit, to get you out, out of the pit? Right. You were a good one hand. You you could catch the. You yeah, were one hand. Yeah, yeah, you I were like always one hand and just snatching snatch it out of the air, which yeah. was really weird. But she looked at me like I was stupid. What the fuck? What is kind this of game, game is this? Flies up. Flies up. Oh, we oh, up. <laughs> we played some amazing games that we just fucking got, punch ball and punch shit. ball. Uh, we had some good times, man. So you you remember when I fell through the. Wall at um two thirty eight. Were you there when I fell through the thing with no. people chasing me and Tony? No, I thought somebody brought that story back up again about me falling through the fence at two thirty eight. Did you go two thirty eight with I me? I did. I did. I cannot remember that story though. So Tony Billard and uh, April. Remember he used to April. Remember yeah, April? Uh-huh. She chased me through. I don't know around I the play yard. This. I remember this. And I fell through a hole in the fence. Somehow, just trying to dodge her and dip, and I face first. Sorry, on the uh, down, remember two thirty eight had the well, and I fell mm-hmm. straight down, ran on my face, like didn't break anything, just busted, busted the up. shit out of yeah. my face. And uh, Mr. Asher and Mr. Johnson, remember those two guys? Yeah. 
Mr. Asher looked like a samurai. <laughs> I mean, uh, Mr. Asher looked like uh, uh, what's the guy who plays um, Lurch from? I mean, uh, plays uh, Fred Griffin, Gr um, <sighs> fucking guy from Pet Cemetery, the original Pet Cemetery. Oh, what's yeah, his name? Uh, uh, the, the Herman Munster. Herman Munster, yeah, the real guy. It looks like him and uh, uh, Mr. Johnson had like that samurai. Uh, Mustache. <laughs> he had a handlebar mustache. They was like, little John, you fell down. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fun. Um, you've managed to... Uh, Yo, I got a question for you. Yes. I've always wanted to know. Yes. Where the fuck did you get the name Chaddy from? Aha. So my middle name is Chad. C-H-A-D. Okay. Birth. On my birth certificate, as that. Only people in the street started calling me chatty like okay just 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 morphed it into something and just turned into chatty chatty obviously my mother would scream it and yell it and chatty where are you so, okay. so everyone caught it it stuck okay my government obviously orange which only when the teachers said it you know i look so i had the beauty of having two uh personalities so when my friends chat chatty whatever it was easy mm -hmm. when the teachers call it i'm orange right it was very easy most people, you know, they're like, what the fuck? Who, what? You? What do they call you this? They call right. you this? And I go by a, a myriad of uh, aliases now, to this day, still. I've yeah. never heard anybody call you by your first name. Really? Never. I've never heard anybody call you by your first That's name. That's weird. Even even when, like, even those brief times when we were, like, in, like, the same school for, like, one year or yeah. stuff like that, everybody knew you as, as Chad. Yeah. So yeah. you were you were never, you were mm -hmm. never orange. And so if you heard that... I knew Oren. Right. If you heard that, you knew it was something official. Right. And somebody's looking for you. 100%. And that, again, <laughs> and that's I, what I, it was. It was one of I, those... I said, okay, okay, the government's looking for my brother. Right. The Oren. They compart... <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> nah, I ain't no Oren here. Like, who's that? Scott? Yeah. What you here for? <laughs> no, I was able to compartmentalize my life because of that. Because uh, it was, you know, there was a lot of guys we... Um, uh, Remember Artis McDuffie? Oh, yeah. Remember him? Can't find him anywhere. But his name was Glenn. Like, he, his name was Glenn. Yo, I just heard a few other names um, yesterday. I was like, hey, yo, that's Clarence. I'm like, yeah. Clarence? Yeah. What the fuck is Clarence? <laughs> and which is Storm. We call, yeah, we've Storm. been calling him Storm for years. Like, yo, who the fuck and is they're Clarence? like, uh, his name is Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> <And then> Clarence. <laughs> You know, oddly enough, I had the I had the pleasure of working with all of these guys. Like I had the jobs, so I would get everybody jobs. You know, everybody came to me for jobs, and it's like, oh, well, we're gonna work with Chad. Yeah, you Chad, got a job at Pergamon. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, get everybody a job at fucking Cheap Johns. It was like the best thing ever. It was like everybody come to Cheap Johns and get a job. And Jeff, who was there, Jeffrey Ford, he fucking ran out on me one day to run to Tribe Called Quest video shoot when they shot it on top of nuclear cleaners. He was working with me at Cheap John's. I got him the job. I think it was like his first week. And then he was like, yo, because he's from Linden Boulevard over there. And they go, yo, um, your tribe is filming a video today. He was like, yo, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I was like, man, I got you this job. I got you like, a job. I got you a job. You got a yo, fuck that, man. Job, go quest, Linden Boulevard. I'm out. I'm out. So, yeah, man. So we had, I mean, like you said earlier, we, we've been blessed to have fun. You know, we played games in the street. We played till the street lights came on, or mm -hmm. we even further to that. Mm -hmm. um, and each neighborhood, you know, was nothing serious or nothing worth death. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, nothing sure. worth losing a life. Mm -hmm. sure. 
Um, yesterday, I heard there were about two shootings in Queens alone. Um, I just read it on my phone. It was like the shootings all over the place, like two or three shootings already. I'm like, damn, we just it's not even hot yet. Like, what the hell's wrong with these people? The violence for sure is, um, you know, these. we talked about this yesterday when we were lamenting outside and no one could get to go home from the memorial service because everybody was like, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, remember so-and-so, you know, you just start reminiscing you just and you just you can't go anywhere. And uh, these kids today, the youth, you know, don't have any respect for any of those values that you just talked of, uh, those neighborhood kind of and values. Life, just very simple things like life how precious it is yeah and it can just be gone and, yeah and now they're sitting in prison reflecting on the mistakes yeah. man you know you know i I'm, I'm proud to say man i used to get my ass whooped mm-hmm. as a kid i'm talking about not for my parents i'm talking about just a street fight street guys yo yeah. everything was legit yo you shot a fair one you got your ass handed to you guess what yeah that's it it's over that's it it's, it's over. over it's done right. you right. shoot a fair one that was it or nobody getting jumped around these parts um and it was done that's it. You know, unfortunately, the the uh, the pride and the um, embarrassment now, like yeah. guys, will, guys will kill you because they've embarrassed. Like, yeah, that's true. You've you, yeah. you've embarrassed them yeah. to the point of even this guy here would kill Nipsey. Yes, yeah. you embarrassed me. Like oh, yeah. I'm gonna kill you. You can't you can't live anymore. And that's a shame that you don't value life that much. With words, remember what happened? Sticks and stones break my bones. Like names, words will never hurt me. These kids have gone nuts over social media to just say like, "Well, now, well, well, right, right, all right. they know is words." Well, see, these or, words. Ah, is, all, is that what it all is? All they know are words. They, 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 they can't. There's no, there's no face to face. That's there's interesting. No, there's no right. And on top of that, these words carry a lot more weight than because mm. our words was just simply sounds mm-hmm. that you had to be within mm-hmm. the hearing circumference of this sound mm-hmm. because okay. it lost mm-hmm. its power. Now those same words are typed. And they carry so much more power because millions can look at of it. people can right. see it. Ah, okay. Millions. So it's like being... You didn't a... embarrass me in front of five people. <clears throat> you just embarrassed me in front of five, five million people. Yeah. Ooh. So that's a big difference now. Yeah. That, that, this is why... It, it escalates are... quickly. Okay. So that's what's happening now. And kids are just thumb-thugging. This, this yeah, is, basically. Yeah. This thumb-thugging. Yeah, no, it's thumb-thugging. And, and, and there's no perspective. When you, when you type a word, there's no perspective. Mm. That's true. Mm. It's letters. Yeah. But then And then it's up to the other person to interpret it. Right, exactly. And they interpret it. However, they interpret it. You know, whatever filters it passed through to get to their mind. Right. And at that point, it's a death wish. Right. Okay. You just, you just, that's it. That's that thin line we talked about. Right. Yeah. And that's that. That was enough to get. Oh, right. you don't cross that little thin line of mine. Even, and that's it. Even back in the day, even when you had beef with somebody, the first thing you did was you validated what that person said. Mm-hmm. Hey, I heard you said blah 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 right, blah right, blah right, blah right, blah right, blah. Right. Right. And so you at least left room for this opportunity. To sort of say, okay, well, this is where we kind of like mess this up a little bit and maybe even squash it. You know, now you just got shit on, uh, you just, you know, you just got type words. Is it not? This is what you said. Right. So I don't give a shit what you meant by it. This is what you said. Mm. Yaga, 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 yaga. And then, you know, mm-hmm. they oh, go you, my nine. Oh, you feel like that? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you feel like that? Oh. But, but I, I mean, it's pretty fucking sad. I mean, it's shallow how. I mean, there's, there's no... Again, there's no words that could, should mean death. Like you, at some point, someone ending someone's life, like your problems just be. I don't know what the psychosis is. Your problem just begins with you ending his life. Like you, 
Yeah, yeah. That didn't yeah. solve anything. Yeah, didn't solve anything. It just right? created a whole created other a set, whole of set of problems. Right. And what do you do? Run for the rest of his? You just, not possible. It's not, not possible. Not day and age. Not with all the, the information. You know, not with... too small. And people, people arguing about social media on social media. Like, oh, I... I, I hate all this social media shit. Yeah, on, no, social, on media. social media. You're right. on social media telling how much you hate social media. <laughs> so that brings me to the, uh, the earlier point you made about me this, uh, yes. you know, just cutting off all my social. I did it. I yeah. got tired of seeing and hearing. And, and honestly, it was it was for me. I uh, I was spending too much time on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was just devoting hours on end. And I look up and my whole day is gone and hadn't done shit, but looked at other people's problems and read about other people's, mm. you know, issues and it just became too draining but at the same time it cost me because okay. i lost touch because this is the primary form of communication now, that is correct you know and and how we keep in touch with people yeah um and also you came from an also being in the military you were in an environment in which that connection you had with other people was was, was vital it is relationship building in any in any industry is key but in mm-hmm. the military the relationship takes on a different meaning when yeah. you know that person got to that this dude, yeah exactly yeah. I, you know, I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. I need these, I need my left and my right have right. to be on, you know, on board with me. Right. And so it takes on a different meaning. Do sure. you keep in touch with the guys that you were in the... We, we uh, do. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Really? For sure, for sure, for sure. We, we, we meet up and, um, matter of fact, I just met up with them last year. Really? It was a reunion of sorts. Unfortunately, one of the brothers that was in the vehicle at the time, he, uh, he passed away. Oh, and so, again, you. another sh- scenario where... The brotherhood was brought together under tragic mm-hmm. situations, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, we came together and, and and you know got caught up on things. Do you try to find someplace nice to go, like a fucking a, a warm island or something fun <laughs> to do? Not you know, some of those guys are still active. Okay, uh, still oh, really? Okay, air, and they're still doing their thing. They're still kicking doors and and and, and really? doing what they need to do. When and did you when did you uh, retire? Twenty thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Now, when when I heard you, um, I heard you went back to look for the guy. Something was that a, was that a rumor? <laughs> I don't know. Yo, I, I will tell you, man. I did say you know I had some unfinished business and I was trying to get back. And so initially, I was supposed to be you know released from the military. Mm. Or, you know, my injuries were such that I was, you know, if you can't kick down doors in my and what I in my profession, right. then you really are not able to do what right. we pay you. Especially to do. if you don't want to sit by a desk, right? And, and, and so you know, boxes. I then had to recheck and re and relook my situation. So I, I ended up going and and, and teaching. Right. Uh-huh. And so that's how I ended up at Alabama. Ah, yeah, okay. So you were doing, you were doing um, yeah. an ROTC, ROTC program. Yeah. Nice. I ran that program for a few years. Sweet, sweet. And what does that mean? You, you, you. So you know, each, each most colleges has a um, reserve officer training corps mm-hmm. where they groom. Oh, is that what ROTC students. stands for? Yeah. Wow. They you groom college no. students. I didn't know that. To be military officers. Ah. Okay. And so there's there's a couple ways to commission. One is through one of the academies, um, and the other one is through ROTC. Oh, okay. Reserve, say it again. Reserve, Reserve officer training training corps. Corps, huh? Ron's one of my son's first uh, roommates was an ROTC kid uh, when he went to college at Marison. Yeah. It was like good for him. Well, he th- thought the guy was going to murder him in sleep one time. I want to know. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he said, I don't know what Mike's story is, and and that. But I wake up at two o'clock so, in the morning and he's shining. Yeah, and he's, he's shining his guns. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> looking at him like staring at him like. Oh, oh full metal jacket. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. He was like, what's, "This guy's kind of goofy, man." Dude is off his rock. And then he guy. told him, he says, uh, "You know, so he says, can I watch BET?" Like he asked him, "Can he watch BET?" He says, um, "I don't think 
I'm the spokesperson <laughs> for BT. Like, it's a channel. You can watch it. Mm-hmm. If you want. He was like, but funny. am I allowed? Is, it, is, is it a funny. thing? Like, the, you know, this is where some people get their experiences from. You know, it, maybe his first time even being in a room with a guy. And my son's as fair as me, so it's you know it's not like you got a, a full fledged brother in your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't ask him the question. You asking half light skin questions. You ask the light skin guy, dark skin guy questions. It's, it's just you know that, that's just <laughs> it happens. I mean, but it, I'm just saying this like you're asking the wrong guy. You know, just because they think it's a little mellower, but um, I'll be asking half breeds, full but, black but, people questions. <laughs> but, but, but you know, where the fuck did this just go? <laughs> where did we? We went left somewhere. <laughs> no. Welcome to Two Bros. Welcome to Two Bros. Podcast. But, but, but there's an angle here because there's, um, you know, we we we've grown up in different. Obviously, you know, our backgrounds. My mother's Burmese. You know, John and I's mom is from Burma. Um, you obviously were the Chinese guy in the neighborhood yeah, yeah, and yeah. farthest thing from it, you know what I'm saying? And everybody, yeah, yeah. And, and everybody's funny like, as fuck, man. But their ignorance yeah, makes them say, right? So n- everyone always the ignorance of the hood. You have to be st- so much stronger and diverse to be able to either answer those questions, yeah. set them straight, or ignore them. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you, man. Blazing the term blazing didn't exist back in the day. Uh, of course no. it didn't. You know, I yeah. was. Niggerian, you know, I was I was all kind of hateful yeah. shit. I mean, it was funny as hell back mm-hmm. then, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, war babies, yeah, you know what I mean. It didn't matter, you know. They just, you know, pork right. fried rice, whatever they, you know, whatever it was. But you know, like you said, it just rolled off, it just rolled off. And 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 people don't understand how, um, you know, how much anguish and anxiety you can get from that. Um, I talked to Cherie Segui. Uh, oh, oh my God. She's she's around. What? Yes, she's around. Um, she, her and her daughter. She worked at TSA for a little while. Oh, I love that. She was she. Everybody, me and her, was valedictorian and salutatorian, yeah. and um, everybody was like, "You guys are gonna be together, Miss uh, Miss Bell," That's and then right. we used to always put us together, yeah. and then we were like, we were just friends. We never, we saw each other like brother and sister, you know. Still now, you know, we still talk, and you know, she's ordered shirts and stuff, and the daughters just pledged Delta or something like that, or sorry. whatever. Sorry. I forgot the the denomination. But, you know, growing up, light skin, you know, was like a death sentence to people. Like, people were just like, you're not black. Right. You're not black yeah. enough. Yeah. So, it's funny you say that, man. Because, you know, my sons graduated from Alabama. And mm-hmm. when they got down there, there was like, um, yo, they asked him, what do you mix with? And he would tell them, you know, my dad's right. half Korean. And it was like, yo, I'm black. And it was like, you're not black. Right. You're mixed. Right. There's a difference. Right. And I understand that, too. So... You're not black. So what did you? What did what? you? What did you go? <laughs> how did you do that? How did you? What did you do? What was the recipe? What did you teach him? Hey, you are who you are, or what? My kids, for years, went through. My daughter was the one that said, "What are we, Dad? Like, what are we?" You know, right, she, right, she right, did. My right, son right. never cared. He never gave a shit because he could play basketball. Right. It was like so. My my sons, they grew up in in the in the military. They were military babies. Mm-hmm. So it was a very diverse school system. Okay. See, right, and so. They never knew, really, like um, walking into a cafeteria and the blacks on one side, whites on one side, Spanish Asians got their, yeah. Latins over here. They right. never really knew that. You know mm. what I mean? And so, now it wasn't until they got to Alabama. Now, they're in high school at this point. They're in high school. Wow. And then they go into Alabama and they go to lunch. And they was like, bam, this shit is clear as day. Mm. You know? Uh, Alabama has its great parts, but there are some parts of Alabama that are still stuck in their mm, ways. Yes, right? I can believe and that so very much. They uh, 
They realized that, and it wasn't very long. They didn't stay in that high school very long. They mm -hmm. could not take it. They, it just wasn't what they grew up with. So there wasn't a, there was an effect. They were they did see something. They 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 got it splashed at them and and were confused as like what? Well, yeah, are they, they doing? They this? wasn't feeling it. Right. Okay. But at the same time, I would have to say that our own people contributed to it. One hundred percent. They contributed to it. One hundred percent. That's always what it is. It's always our own people that have it. You know, I could tell people I'm black all day long, and they're like, "No, you're not. You, you. I don't know what you are." But mm. right, right, know? right. So right. you go through this mutt phase. You go through this. Um, I guess I'm mixed. I yeah. guess I'm. And then you start saying, "What fucking difference does it make? Like, what? What? Why is that the topic? Like, right. why are we talking about this? Like, yeah, what, what's, yeah. What difference is like? It why make? am I defining myself for you? Right. So that you can feel comfortable with with whatever you decide I you think, want to call it. Yeah, they want to almost set the record straight. Let's right. just go ahead and get it out the way. Let's, right. let's set the record straight. Here's what you are. Right. I'm going to tell you what you right. are right. by my definition. Yeah. How about you're an idiot? Right, exactly. And <laughs> I'm going to start off with that. Right, let's start off with that because you're fucking dumb. Mm -hmm. and, and no matter what I am or whatever race you think I am or creed, or, I say that people ask me that all the time. They go, what, where are you? And I go, I am human. <laughs> <laughs> and they go... No, where, where are you from? I am from Earth. And they look at me and go, yeah. no, stop. why are you playing? And I said, because I'm serious. Like, what the fuck do you think I am? Yeah. At, at some point, you have to take that away from... T take that power from them, right, right. to define it. I right. always say I'm American. Yeah, I, I say am. I'm American. So born I, was born, I was born and raised in Queens. Right. Mm -hmm. I, was born, I was Queens, man. I was born and raised. I mean, Queens General Hospital. I mean, God, it was, doesn't, you know, which is gone, yeah. by the way. Queens General is gone. Queens General is gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we, the point you made was 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 a powerful one. Like 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 a lot of times we do it to ourselves. Yeah. Like we 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 sort of fail to recognize that that we as black people are a diverse group of people. Wow. And we all don't look the same. We all don't listen to the same music. We mm -hmm. all don't wear the same clothes. We all don't talk the same. But we're still black people. But mm -hmm. for some reason, we want to say that you have to follow this niche this way, and then I can then I can deal with you a certain way. But mm -hmm. if you're you know, you call yourself black, but then you sort of have command of the English language. Then, well, I gotta, I gotta treat you like something different. Or maybe, or if you do like me, I prefer. Uh, listen, I will pump my hollow notes louder than my KRS one. So, you, sorry, hollow notes guy. That's, that's, years, that, 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 that was me. I feel me some hollow notes. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I fucks with hollow notes. So, so hey. <laughs> You know. Although that guy with the mustache creeped me out a lot, with the little freaky guy. With he looked the, like a little porn star that was trying to grab teenage kids and put them in the van. That's what he just. He was such a fucking weirdo. He just looked. Is like he that. the Oats? Is he? That's the, Oats. That's Oats. That's John Oats. John. But Oates. he looked like that. He looked like he had a white little rape van in the yeah. damn back. And just, he had that fucking mustache. Yo, along with my boys now. Nah, nah, no, 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 no. I love it. Y'all no. fucking it up for me now. <laughs> no, I, all day long. He's holding Oats all day long. Holding Oats all day long. Yeah. He certainly is, but you know, these are <laughs> that little guy, man. Like, like bosom buddies, right? Remember the show Bosom Buddies? Yeah. No yeah. one remembers the other guy. You know, the, the Tom Hanks got all of them. No one remembers no, that no, other Tom guy. Tom Scarrett. What's his name? Tom Scarrett. Did he kill himself? I heard he don't killed know. himself. I don't think so. I, I hope not. I, I thought so. I heard. I, I, I heard something. Maybe, heard something. Hope, Maybe it was a rumor. Him. I mean, you know, you hear these crazy things all the time. Tom Scarrett. So wow, that that that's that's interesting to hear because uh, we've gone through that. I've gone through that myself personally from people's ignorance, and you have to look at it and go, "How much time do I want to spend explaining this to this guy? Is he really worth the yeah, conversation? Is it worth the time, or is that's, it is that's, it, that's, you know that's incredible? I it, wish I had that ability to really take a step back and say that to myself because sometimes, you know, sometimes you feel like it's you, you have to almost yeah you feel obligated to 
answer the question, yeah. you know, or you need to make sure they know that that is part of my credentials. Like right. I am, right. it's I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the real deal. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. You can say nigga around me. You can do this. You can do right. that, whatever. Right. I'm okay. Um, you can say what, I mean, you don't have to act a certain way yeah. or I can relate. Right. So sometimes they don't think that I can relate yeah, yeah, to, the, yeah. to the struggle or, or to what black America has gone through because, right. you know, I look the way I look. You, you know, one of the pictures that the, the photo booth picture we had from a thing and someone uh, posted in there, like, who's the Chinese guy? You yeah, know what yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> I know who he is. <laughs> right. If why are you even commenting this? Because Yo, if you were commenting that shit is that, funny though. My wife you, said the same thing. Like, Who's this little chink over here in the corner? <laughs> Look at you. Hey, I'm okay with it now. You know what I'm saying? It's to the point where I'm cool with it. Yeah, so. yeah. It, it, indeed. And you it's know, that thick skin. You learned. You, you learned how to put that thick skin on. That's true. You had to. You had to polish shit on. You had the armor back there. You had to. That's how. That's how we grew up. Shit. If I listen, if if I if, if I was sensitive, these 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 ears I got. Yeah. Maybe New Year. That that would have put me in a hospital, man. It's, Oh, how to be getting therapy but, for but, it. But, but some people can't do it. That's what I'm saying. Is some people go they want to fight for that. They wanna they wanna beat you up for it. They wanna they, they wanna, wanna beat you up right. for it and, and when they get to college they want like administrators to say, No, they can't say this. Right. And if somebody says that, they should have to like be expelled right. or, or right. whatever because they, they were mean to me or they, right. they said nasty words to me. There's no certification uh for the n-word you know there's no there's no establishment of criteria although it is unspoken and like you could say it you can't say the er the ah the, the, the people have made people have bastardized this this yes, thing we have. It's, it's gotten way too much power it has it, gotten it, that's the 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 just the the power that this word commands yeah. it's just ridiculous but but I, go, let's go back a little further i think we said this on another show you take the word faggot, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That is now yeah, more yeah. powerful yeah, yeah. than the N-word. Yeah, exactly. And you could go to jail. Yeah, yeah. That's you a hate could, crime now. You could be called a hate crime. That is a yeah. hate crime. Not nigger, but a hate crime for you fucking faggot. Yep. Which will probably get blocked off a couple of sites <laughs> because we said that. But the, rec the, the, the records will skip. People will go, oh, he said the F-word. Like, the F-word. Oh, yeah. oh, my yeah. God. Oh, it was such a thing. And I, I can remember growing up, it was like, oh, you fucking faggot. Yeah. <laughs> Look what you're doing here. And faggot never <laughs> meant gay. No. It never meant gay. It never, it never meant you were attracted silly, to members of the same sex. Right. It meant you being ass. a little silly. Yeah, right. It meant you being a little goofy. Right. Shut up and let's go. Let's finish what we were doing <laughs> and quit playing around. Stop being a faggot. Right. <laughs> like you define faggot as faggot. Right. Why is he a faggot? Because he's a faggot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking faggot. <laughs> That's right. So he likes men? No, I don't know who he likes. No. Like, He's just being a faggot. But I'm saying that never that context of the word never came into play, right? No, that no. never you never thought Took of a guy a doing a homosexual right. act and right. being a faggot. You know, it was just you know, sucker. Well, some, like some, just a yes, punk. Yeah, some, like, you you yeah. experienced this when you were in Canada because they got speech codes they, down. They, in they Canada. tried to arrest me, bro. They tried to throw me when in you jail. asked for a waitress. They tried to throw me in jail for calling a, a waitress or I mean, and I you can't say. You can't use gender, gen, they have gender shaming in, in Canada. So the guy at the bar was like, yo, you know, you have to say her name or what else. Okay, server, bartender, whatever it is, it's got to be non-gender. 
and they were they they were, they're so bent, and they're like, "What is an example of a gender specific?" I mean, you call a wench or some shit? Did you? No, even like saying bar wench. Well, well, when you say like, uh, <laughs> give me my drink, bar wench. No, they, this is. God they, damn. They get they get very excited when you say like, if you're telling the story backwards and you go, well, what happened? Well, she came over. She, she who? Well, who's uh, the she? What are we calling she for? What is it? What's her name? You know, like, so you have to say, the bartender, mm-hmm. the waiter, the yeah. server. You cannot say she or he came mm. into, and the guy goes, "But I'm not a he. I have a name. I'm a person. I'm a. I don't know. I I, I I'm blown away with it. But what I got in trouble for, what they tried to arrest me was I got into an argument at a job site with a plastic table like this, and everybody was getting all excited and talking about this, and you need change orders, and it was all politics and bullshit. We they do more form over function out there. So you need paperwork to move this from here. Why, why can't we fucking just move it and just get over with and do the next thing? And so kind of big guy got up and I tipped the plastic table over and they said I'd ransack the place. Like, <laughs> and I was and I called them faggots. And, uh, <laughs> don't be all, don't be faggots about it. <laughs> I said, man, you guys act like a bunch of fucking faggots. You know, and I just and, and the table fell over. It was a plastic table. It was not my fault. And they went nuts. You call the faggot police on me and everything else. The guy came with the fucking big hat in Toronto. I'm like, and a Mountie showed up on horses and shit. And And Toronto is a cool ass city. You ever been to Toronto? No. Toronto's a fucking cool city, man. It's no nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Nobody. There's there's nothing. These guys were looking at me like, so what do you say again, eh? Oh, and I'm like, you guys are fucking kidding me. This is like a fucking episode of Super Troopers. Like, what, what's going on? And they were like, I said, listen, it's not that serious. It wasn't a big deal. It's over. No problem. And they were like, do we take them down? Do we take them for questioning? Are you guys pressing charges on them? I'm like, pressing charges on what? I felt like Eddie Murphy and um, uh, who gets thrown out of a window? You should have, you had to check yourself because you you sound like you want to ever saying it again. No, so thank God my client was the owner of the building. I mean, he's like, he's with me. This is my guy. The guys, you can leave here. Leave the purse. Private property. All right? Take mm-hmm. care. Thank you. Thank you. We're fine. And I was like, damn, that's it? Guess when you have a billion dollars in the bank, you can fucking just do whatever you want. Up. Hey, get out of here. I'm building something here. We're working here. But they were really um, very sensitive over words. And I'm like, oh, gosh, you guys are crazy. But, yeah, the world is a crazy place now. It's, it's, yeah, man. It's, it's different. I mean, kids are not... Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. I don't. You're I don't right, know. man. But you know, they're able to identify as what they want to tomorrow. They they're not kids. They identify as adults. You well, know he, John, <laughs> I, John identifies that suitcase. At fifty, uh, <laughs> has a newborn. Right, Miles mm-hmm. is how old now? Eight months. Eight months old. Wow, he's getting so eight months. I just old. saw a photo this morning. And congratulations, my man. Thank you, brother. You're better than me. Fifty. <laughs> you got six though. Yeah, man, but the thought of having one right now, <laughs> at 50. So tell them, John, what was the uh, experience like when you went to fill out the papers? Oh, I had I had five choices to uh, to select his uh, gender. Wait, whoa, whoa. Uh, five choices. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I, I, I know of two. I now, had now, five choices. Two of the obvious. Yeah, yeah. Now, I had what choices. Are... I had male, uh-huh. female. Okay. No preference. No preference. No preference. Uh, gender non-conforming. I think okay. was one, Four. and uh, non-binary. Non-binary, I think, was the other one. Okay. I can't remember. I Did can't it come remember with like a whole explanation? There were five. Yeah, yeah. They had the, and I could check. I could check either one. 
Yes. And I like checked and circled and highlighted, pulled blocked out, out all the other ones. And what's fascinating to me is that this is a fucking hospital. <laughs> this is a hospital. This is medicine. This is like none of your whatever your judgment is. None of that matters. None of that here. should matter. Right. Yeah. It's like what do you see? Right. You know, do you see a hot dog or do you see the opening <laughs> the, of the bun? The buns, right. That's <laughs> that's what you see. Oh that's God. how you make your judgment. <laughs> what a choice. That's how you make your judgment. You know? So when the baby's born, does a doctor smack him on the ass and say, Congratulations, you're the proud father of a baby what? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good <laughs> What does he what did he say? That's to a you? good question. You have a non binary. <laughs> that's right. You have here's a thing. <laughs> Go ahead and define what did, it. What do they say? Your now? thing is here. I, I don't yeah. know. And there's some and there's some some parents actually go through this this phase of uh, not defining their child. Mm. Okay. So they're walking around with a five year old. It's all oh, it, you know. Oh, you boy or girl? It, well, we you know we don't do they, that. They haven't decided yet. Oh, what the fuck you mean they haven't decided yet? Meaning the child is supposed to right, wake up right. and go. Yeah, hey, I'm a fucking boy. Yeah. I'm all for choice. Yeah, but at some point, man. It, 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 you're right. It's either left or right. Right. Yeah. You 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 pick it. Well, one. it's natural. I mean, we, we you we've gone. What? How long has society been? Well, let's go to the. What 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 is America? How old is America? Four hundred years. What? Two hundred years? What? Seventeen seventy six. Seventeen seventy six. So how old is that? how many years is that? Twenty five. Like so in two hundred twenty five years old of a country. I mean, at least we've always kind of been that. Now we want to change it, like. So what does that mean? Like in 400 years later, was you know what it means? It means that we have so much goddamn privilege that we need to figure out something to struggle with. Damn, oh, is that what it is? We're just bored with. I think that's what it is. Okay, I, I, I can believe that. I think that we're just at a point where the the average the, the average person is just well to do, and mm. that and that there is no every generation has almost had their definition of struggle. Mm-hmm. What you had to overcome. Because America came up with these ideals yeah. of what it, of what we are as a nation, yeah. and we always found say, hey, wait a minute, if 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 we believe this, then how come we're treating these people like this? How come mm. we're treating these people like that? And it became big enough to the point where we actually got laws changed, you know, and people had to struggle for that, yeah. and you know, people lost lives over that. You know? Yeah, I can I can see where that. Now we're at this point where there really is no. Other, I mean, there really is no other struggle. Yes, we, we, we do have pockets of, of communities that, that get treated differently. Yeah. I'm not denying that. But at the same time, on the whole, I mean, do you really want to be anywhere else? Mm. Do you really... Right, can, right, can, right. You really can you really say that somewhere else does a better job of protecting you if you're, if, if you're, if you're black, if you're female, if you're gay? You know, where else, where else could you be in which you could still have the same... At least on paper, legal rights as the other as another person. Sweet, you, know, huh? you spent you spent True time that. in the country where if you were female, oh yeah, that well, yeah, what? your you life was that. dictated for you. That's right, right, you know? sure. But <clears throat> you, you you lived in Germany. You said you were, oh, yeah. you spent time spent in time Germany. in Germany. Yeah, okay. lived there for about three years. Okay, uh, how was that? You know, this was this was a long time ago. This was early nineties. Yeah, times have changed. But when I was back there, you know, the dollar was. Rated differently, it was it was a lot more powerful, mm-hmm. and so as a young serviceman in Europe, I was you know it was wild. He's living mm-hmm. it, just living He's the living dream, man. Yeah. You know, no cares in the world. They yeah. love service. Didn't too. know, didn't know what it meant to to a nine to five. You know, right. we, we you right. know we worked and 
That was your job. That was my that job. Was, was you know, job. we went to the field. We, yeah. we kicked it with our boys and right. had fun. So, so you've never worked at an office, like a company. Like a, you, not until now. Not until now. Not until right. now. Right. Until your not later until years. So later all years. your training and work was field service yeah. orientated. Yeah. And obviously, for, for there's, you, can't, you can't train all the time. Yeah. Okay. Right? And so because you train as you fight and you know obviously there's a lot of money involved with that. True. And so you you know you, you you come up with other ways to try to train, but yeah, but literally we were either preparing for war mm -hmm. or just got back from it mm -hmm. and and refitting to go back. Wow. And looking at it and and, and what and basically was like looking back and seeing okay, what happened here? Yeah, yeah. You have your little after action <clears throat> reviews where you you sit down and say what could we have done better? Mm -hmm. You know, what was the intent? Well, what right. did we try to do, mm -hmm. you know, and what, and then you say, well, what, what did I say was going to happen? Mm -hmm. Right. And then you look at it. Well, what, what, what actually happened and what can we do to make that better? Right. You know, how can we, how can we make this more efficient, more, you know, purposeful, quicker, yeah, mm -hmm. more, more direct or whatever the case may be. And then you, you, you then, if it's, if it fits, then you make that into the new doctrine. Okay. Right. And then that's the, the new standard procedure going forward. Mm -hmm. huh. So, so you um, obviously when you went to Alabama, you became a big Roll Tide fan. You, I, I yeah, I liked Alabama um, for a long time before that. You mm -hmm. know, I liked SEC football. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up in uh, in Queens, man, we didn't have college football. No, right. not not didn't at exist. all. Right, and so it wasn't until I it got was into odd the fellows. military. Right, it was Odd Fellows. That's right, <laughs> that's right. That was on football. Yeah, yeah. I, I posted right. pictures of of Odd Fellows, and people went nuts. They were like, "Wait a minute, where'd you get these pictures from?" Right. And I'm like, "I found them on the internet." And I show old odd fellows, and people are like, oh, right. oh the horror stories that yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember going through that building. Right. Uh, someone was on the floor. There were so many rumors. So many of, rumors and there horror was stories. A, a, a wheelchair that rolled down the hall. Yesterday, so many, we was driving past. I was like, yo, there used to be a... It's uh, gone. Yeah. We was like, yo, it used to be a murderous, insane asylum back in there, man. <laughs> People used murdered in there, man. <laughs> None of that shit happened. None of it happened. It actually was an, an, uh, an, a nursing home for uh, elder immigrants that migrated here to the country. And it was somewhat very poor healthcare-wise, I mean, meaning these were all uh, poverty. They were yeah. impoverished yeah. immigrants. Wasn't taken care of. I mean, Hollis was considered Long Island at that time, and... Um, that area was mostly Polish, uh, German, all those Eastern European, Eastern like Europeans that. <laughs> that lived in there, Holocaust survivors and things like that. So when you go look at it, it's weird. I mean, and the mm -hmm. fact that Gregory Milks Meeks built like a mansion in the back behind it is insane. You know, I don't it's know if you've seen it. I saw it. I didn't, know, I didn't know. That. That's Gregory Meeks' house. I did not know that. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, congressman. Um, so, uh, so you've been you followed uh, Alabama. You've been. Um, did you, any of your kids play any sports there? Any, no, they no? didn't play any sports there. Okay. Um, they played high school sports. Uh, okay. They went there for academics. They're uh, information systems managers, so MIS majors. Mm -hmm. So they're all grad and they're business analysts nice. now Beautiful. in Tampa. Beautiful. What are you following now? Who, who, who are you? John's a big uh, Yankee yeah, fan. Yeah, man. I'm a Yankees fan. So I still love my New York sports. Don't okay. get me wrong now. Gotcha. Knicks, Yankees, okay. Giants, Rangers. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, so I'm a big time New York fan, man. But right now... It's tough, man. It's tough. <laughs> it's it's so tough to be a New York Knicks so fan. Tough, I mean, man. I'm a Knicks fan man. by proximity, and you know, yo, I, I just get so frustrated, man. Anytime they say, "Yo, what's going on with the Giants, man?" You just want to, you just want to just, uh, just shut up, man. Just, just leave me alone. Just talk to me next year, man. <laughs> we, 
Yeah, we've already conceded this year, man. Right. It's a wrap. Conceded this year. What are you talking about? Man, there's nothing that shows to me, in my opinion. I'm not seeing the plan. Whatever the plan is, the plan is to offload, you know, one of the best wide receivers ever. And then we, you know, Sterling Shepard, I love him. Yeah, they, the dude is phenomenal. But four years, 41 mil, not so sure about that. You know what I mean? Mm, and mm. then, um, you know, and then the Yankees, man, whatever their pro staff is doing, nobody can stay healthy, man. I mean, these guys, are the, the entire roster. If it wasn't for CeCe right now, I don't know where we would be. Really? But yeah, okay. no, nah, yeah, a lot of people hurt. Is CeCe holding hurt. us down? Well, he, he, he pitched, a, pitched a great game the other day. Yeah, he did. did he? Pitched okay. a great game the other day, and then uh, five minutes, and then it was fixed up, uh, finished up by a, a, a young dude named Domingo Herman. Nice. So CeCe's staying off uh, You know, with baseball, wagon, it's, huh? it's, this is what I love about baseball. It's like you can have a horrible month in baseball, and it's still, and you're able to recuperate yeah. from it. But baseball, you know, baseball is just long. If, now you could like, like what Yogi says, it gets late early sometimes. That's right. So it, if we keep fucking this up, it's gonna get late early. Mm. The, the only good what thing is wait, Boston. What is, uh, does it mean? I'm sorry, Yogi Berra. No, what does it mean? Is late early? It gets what? late early. So in other words, this, this, this is the early part of the season. There's 162 games in baseball. Okay. Yeah. So bad start now. A lot of people are injured. About 15 games in. Some yeah. teams, there's really games. there's really no reason to panic about anything. Right. You know. Stay the course, things can change, and you can get you know you can get back on track. Okay, but at some point, if you don't do that, it gets late. Ah, uh, okay. And Yogi Berra had this saying that it can get late pretty early. So you find yourself, even though it's so much time, it's like now you're you're ready yeah, for you playoffs, wanna, you're, right, and you're, you're like we're not healthy yet. You're not healthy, yet, and, and, and you got oh, time. Okay. But then if this if it keeps on going like this, then all of a sudden the end of May, you're saying, hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. We're kind of digging ourselves in a hole mm-hmm. that's going to be harder to dig out of. So, wow. so on the right. one hand, you got to be patient, but at the same time, you got to realize that if you don't take care of business, that's right. You can get later. Tell people all the time: the, the number one rule for digging yourself out of a hole is to stop digging. Stop digging. <laughs> stop digging. That's we, right. We're still digging. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Gee, that sounds like so easy to kind of like, okay, stop fucking digging. Put the shovel away. Exactly. Wow. You know, it's amazing how that that mentality Mm -hmm. can save you a lot of grief if you really put it to a lot of shit. That's right. Why are you in so much debt? Okay, stop. Exactly. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Stop. Stop Stop it for a second. Just relax. Why am I gaining so much weight? Stop. Yeah. Just stop doing it. Yeah. You know, this that happens a lot. And I tell people when it's come talking to I'm like, stop talking. Like, just shut the fuck up for a minute and <laughs> take it all in because you you can't answer yourself while you're still asking yeah. questions. You can't talk and think at the same right. time. Right. Just stop. Like, wait a minute. What are we talking about here? But you are correct, man. I mean, the, I like that. Stop, you know, stop digging. You know, stop stop digging and get yourself into it. But uh, I don't know, man. And uh, playoff started. Um Brooklyn looking pretty decent. I mean, yeah. Brooklyn yeah. looks like they're taking Brooklyn's on the, the place of the I'm gonna tell you, Sixers, right? I, I yeah. hate to say it, man. I've never really gotten into Brooklyn. Man. Really? Yeah, I'm a Knicks fan from yeah. the beginning. You know, that's where my allegiance lies. I, I would like to see another New York team bring some glory back to the city because mm-hmm. we def- desperately yeah. need something Well, right Brooklyn now. is like the Mets for most people. Exactly. They're, they're, they're the little brother. They're the other white meat. The other white meat. You know, they're like the Jets. You but, know, yeah. you have the Giants and you have the Jets. So, I that's mean, right. we, we, well, we... I would love to what see What other cities have two teams like that? I mean, well, I guess... The we, major The big ones. major ones. The Chicago. L.A. Chicago, L.A. Yeah. Uh, oh, Chicago! Yeah, LA yeah. has two of both of everything. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Wow, Texas we got a nice like assortment three. of everything though. I mean, yeah, Texas has like three. Yeah. We have hockey two teams. We yeah. have hockey, yeah. Two baseball teams. Nobody's two, more loyal. Two, nobody's right. more loyal than a hockey fan. Oh, no, God. nobody's they, more loyal than they to, are ridiculous. Dude, you, you come to Tampa, it's it's are like, they really? Really? Oh, Radley? Radley? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I, I I pitched a property down on um uh, what's the Tampa? I mean uh, not Tampa, uh, St. Pete, St. Pete. Oh yeah, beautiful area. And uh, postcard in, you know the postcard in. It's a hotel. It's on. Uh, damn, what the fuck is the name of that street? It's right where the postcard in is. Um, uh, Zamora, Zam- the Zamora Hotel. It's a new hotel. I was I went there with the owner one time. He was building this place. He was like, "You'll never build this fucking thing." Five years later, he built it. But you know, I say this to say it was right across the street from the um, uh, Tampa. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. The, the, uh, if you were saying, he was looking the, at the Rays. The Rays. Stadium. The, Rays yeah. the, okay. the Rays Stadium. Yes. Which was pretty cool, but it was a nice little town. I like that little town. Um, there, the Breakers. There's a couple of hotels I've been around. Got to get an inn in Tampa, man. You um, need to get down there. Yeah, sure. indeed. Both of you. Well, this was great. I appreciate um, it. We appreciate having you. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I told you it'd be painless. It's just normal talking. I mean, that's the that's yeah. the whole idea. Is just yeah. talking regular. It's nothing, you know, crazy. When you when you when you speak on your own life and your own uh, experiences. It's so easy, you know. I tell people all the time, I said, the only reason you have a problem communicating is because you're making shit up. (laughs) (laughs) You're making shit up as you go along. You need to stop fucking fabricating things or else it it gets a lot easier. But when you're genuine and and you're constantly just reflecting on things, but um, you got a nice uh, 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 perspective on life and um, I hope your family's uh, proud of you. Um, They should be. I'm sure they are. Um, I mean... And he laughed as he laughed. Yeah, debatable. <laughs> debatable. Uh, but it was great to see you and your sister up. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we will definitely get down to see you um, down in, in... Hey, bring the whole setup, man. Bring the crew. We'll, we, we'll shoot live from Tampa, man. Absolutely. Hey, okay. We do it right Get there. some tickets, Kaj. Yeah. Make that happen. <laughs> Listen, we shoot on GoPro. That's waterproof, man. So we can go on the boat, Oh, we can do it on the boat. We'll do it on oh, the boat. That's for sure. right. For sure. Absolutely. Catch some big fish. Yeah. Uh, what can you catch in the in, your, in, in the, the bay? In the bay, everything. Yeah, everything. Bro. Really, it's a big bay. Yeah, shark, snapper, mm-hmm. snook. Um, you can and, keep it. You, yeah, yeah. If, as long as it's within season and within limits. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And you bring it right out and cut it yourself and yeah, yeah. cook your yeah. own stuff. Yeah, wow, it's crazy. Troy came in. Absolutely. So you, did you guys go fishing? We didn't get to go fishing. Okay. Troy was, uh, you know, he's down for a little while. Yep. He stayed at the crib, and they had they had plans, and it was kind of a short notice, so I, I didn't have time to clear up my schedule. Uh-huh. But I was blessed in, in, uh, to have him and his wife stay yes. at the house, yeah. and we got caught up. But we didn't get to go fishing. The weather didn't cooperate either. Yeah, it was no. bad. It was like a storm. Yeah, you yeah, guys the weather were, didn't cooperate. The, the fucking hurricane was coming your way, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah, that's true. It, it passed and, right um, over you, right? It did. It took, a, it took a little bit of a right turn, so it missed Tampa as a whole. It went through more of the central parts of Florida. We yes. did catch some of the, um, the outer bands. A mm. um, little bit of damage, but we were okay. blessed on my side. So. Oh. Well, man, again, thanks for having, thanks for coming, thanks oh, for man. sharing. Absolutely, um, it's been great to have you here. And um, hey, man, we'll see you around more times. Oh, no man. doubt, this won't be the last time. Can't wait, John. My car clean. Yes, Kaisha. <laughs> my car clean. Is his car ready? You clean your car? My car ready. Oh, no! Get the car ready. Oh, no! What you talking about? Jeez. He didn't ask you about the floor mat. The floor mats are okay. <laughs> Just get the outside. No. <laughs> 
All right, everybody, Two Bros Podcast, episode 60. God damn it. Six, six zero. 60 episodes in. Thank you for uh, tuning in and watching. Don't forget to hit the like, comment, subscribe button. And go try to be a blessing to someone else. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> Peace. <Not so> <laughs>